Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. New Twitter files have been dropped, and what we're learning is this. If you and the media report something that the Washington Post likes, they call you a journalist. But if you report something like the Twitter files that they don't like, the Washington Post will then label you as a conservative journalist. I'll give you an example. The same journalists who are helping expose the Twitter files are now being attacked by their own colleagues, claiming they're right-wing extremists, they're conservative journalists, which is just not true. There's a headline, Washington Post, back in 2017, an article by Paul Butler. Here's what it said. The police department is like a crew. It does whatever they want to do. Those words from an old school hip-hop song by the group Boogie Down Productions, where the soundtrack is... In my head, as I read, I can't breathe. Journalist Matt Taibbi's gut-wrenching account of the death and life of Eric Garner. That's how they described journalist Matt Taibbi. He was a journalist who did an amazing job with a gut-wrenching account of the death and life of Eric Garner. So then he was a hardcore journalist. He was a Renowned journalist. He was above reproach, above reproach journalist, right? What happens when Mike Taibbi releases the Twitter files? Here's the headline from the same Washington Post. Quote, as head of trust and safety at Twitter, Roth was involved in many of the platform's decisions about what posts to remove and what accounts to suspend. His communications with other Twitter officials have been posted in recent day, days as part of what Musk calls the Twitter files. A series of tweets, you ready? By conservative journalists Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss. So if you report something the Washington Post likes, you're a journalist. If you report something the Washington Post doesn't like, you're a conservative journalist. That's now what they're doing. 
Now, the reason why I bring this up is because they're now getting very scared over what's actually being exposed here. The newest Twitter files that dropped are unbelievable. We now know that the FBI just a month ago was actually asking Twitter for the location information on a bunch of Twitter users as the FBI asking for this, including the conservative news site RSB Network. The FBI asked Twitter to voluntarily provide info and helpful suggests, helpfully suggests these users violated terms of service so you could get rid of them. A big, long list, right? This, this coming in from the FBI. Hey, these are the guys we need to know um, where they are. Can you tell us their locations? Oh, and also, by the way, can you please shut them down? This was just a month ago because of terms of service violations this internal email we now have access to from november the 5th 2022 the fbi's national election command post which compiles and sends on complaints sent the san francisco field office a long list of accounts that quote may warrant additional action and then they wanted to know like hey who's doing this like where are they can you just give us locations and they gave this to twitter this is just a month ago We also now know that from the newest Twitter files that have been released, something else. A very shocking revelation that the United States government, okay, the United States government has now decided that they want to do propaganda influencing on our government and regimes around the world. There was an influence campaign. An influence campaign to get you to to like or dislike or support or not support certain conflicts around the world. I'll give you a real day example. Apparently, the Pentagon has been working relentlessly to put up propaganda accounts. Propaganda accounts of deep fake individuals, meaning not real people, that they are running. This new report identified accounts that Twitter knew were fake. Twitter knew they were being run by CENTCOM and the Pentagon. And the Pentagon and CENTCOM actually asked Twitter to, quote, whitelist accounts in an email to Twitter in 2017. Twitter then said, sure. They knew, Twitter knew the accounts were fake. They knew they were government propaganda accounts, and they did it anyway. We also know that those accounts were helping you get excited about certain things, causes, and wars. Zelensky getting all this money right now. There's a very good chance, I'd say there's a 100% chance, based on now what we know, that the government is using deep fake accounts to support the government's propaganda to get you to support us sending billions and billions and billions of dollars to one of the most corrupt governments in the world in Ukraine. In fact, Twitter's communication team was closely in touch with reporters, working to minimize Twitter's role when the Washington Post reported on the scandal. Twitter officials actually congratulate each other in, in eternal emails and messages because the story, quote, didn't mention any Twitter employees and focused largely on the Pentagon running a deep state operation. 
Now, before I get into more of that, I want to tell you about our friends over at Patriot Mobile real quick. You may see a lot of bait-and-switch offers for free phones, free iPhones. Well, they're usually too good to be true, just like freedom itself. Nothing is free. Mobile phone companies not only lock you into long-term contracts, but they also build the price of the phone into your bill with hidden fees. With Patriot Mobile, they can show you how to get that same iPhone interest-free without the games and no contract at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks because they use the same towers as the major carrier that you're probably on right now. So if you want to get great service and you want to know you're working with a company that supports conservative causes, that every month when you pay your bill, they actually take a portion of your bill and they give it back to causes like First and Second Amendment issues and the right to life as well as adoptions, then you need to check out Patriot Mobile. Go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson or call their 100% U.S.-based customer service team. 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation today with the offer code FERGUSON plus other great savings. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. Now, after all this information came out, Lee Fang, who is the one that released these Twitter files, wrote an article for The Intercept, and this is what the headline read. Twitter aided the Pentagon in its covert online propaganda campaign that you were paying for. Internal documents show Twitter whitelisted Pentagon accounts, CENTCOM accounts that were then used to run its online influence peddling campaign in the U.S. and abroad. Twitter executives lied to Congress, by the way. They claimed for years that the company makes a concerted effort to detect and thwart, quote, government-backed covert propaganda campaigns on its platform. That was a lie. They lied to Congress. Behind the scenes, however, the social networking giant provided direct approval and internal protection for the U.S. military's network. I mean, this is like a web of fake accounts all over the world being run by the Pentagon. They had a network of social media accounts and online deep fake individuals, personas, and they even the government, the Pentagon, was directly asking Twitter to whitelist a batch of accounts at the request of the government, meaning we're telling you they're fake, but we need you to let us have these propaganda uh, accounts so that we can push out propaganda that will influence the minds of not just American citizens, but others around the world. Twitter, by the way, wasn't the only one doing this. We now know from the investigative report that was has come out on this that Facebook was also doing it. We would assume Google was also doing it and YouTube. The Pentagon has used this network for years, which includes U.S. government-generated news portals and memes in an effort to shape the opinion in Yemen, Syria, Iraq, Kuwait, and beyond. The accounts in question started out openly affiliated with U.S. governments. But then the Pentagon appeared to shift tactics and began concealing its affiliation with some of these accounts, a move towards a type of intentional platform manipulation that Twitter had publicly opposed and testified to Congress that they would shut down all over the world. Though Twitter executives maintained awareness of the accounts, they did not shut them down. 
In fact, they let them remain active for years while they were important to the, quote, cause. In fact, some of these accounts, these fake accounts, remain active right now as we speak. And the revelations are buried in the archives of Twitter emails and internal tools to which the Intercept was granted access for a brief period last week alongside a handful of other writers and reporters. Following Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, the billionaire started giving access to company documents, saying in a Twitter space that the general idea is to surface anything bad Twitter had done in the past. The files, which included records generated under Musk's ownership, provided unprecedented, if if incomplete, insight into decision-making within a major social media company. Twitter did not provide unfettered access to company information. Rather, for three days last week, they allowed the reporter to make requests without restrictions that were then fulfilled on my behalf by an attorney, meaning that the search results may not have been exhaustive. I did not agree to any conditions governing the use of the documents, and I made efforts to authenticate and uh, contextualize the documents through further reporting. The redactions and the embedded documents in the story were done by The Intercept to protect privacy, not Twitter. And what we know is that Twitter, the direct assistance Twitter provided to the Pentagon, goes back at least five years. In July of 2017, there was a guy by the name of Nathaniel... Kalir, at the time an official working with the U.S. Central Command, also known as CENTCOM, a division of the Defense Department. And Nathaniel emailed a Twitter representative with the company's public policy team with a request to approve the verification of one account and whitelist a list of Arab language accounts we use to amplify, quote-unquote, certain messages. So this is propaganda. And Twitter said yes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The worst part of all this is not just the Pentagon was doing this. It's the fact that you were paying for this to happen. We now know that the FBI was actually paying Twitter $3.4 million to actually help censor Americans when they didn't like what you were saying. That was happening as well. Miranda Devine went on Fox to talk about this part seven of Twitter files. and It reveals the FBI's influence over what was happening and what you were saying. Today's New York Post cover calling the tech giant a, quote, bird in the hand. Miranda Devine is a columnist for the Post, Fox News contributor. Miranda, good morning to you and thank you for your time. I just want to remind folks, the FBI had the laptop for about a year. Uh, They knew that it was real. And you say the FBI was grooming Twitter employees to recognize your laptop story. How so? 
That's right, Bill and Dana. It was pretty clear that there was really a psychological operation uh, being conducted against Twitter executives by the FBI so that when our story came up in October of 2020 that they would recognise it immediately as a Russian hack and leak operation because they'd been warned uh, for weeks by FBI exactly what to look for. In fact, to look for uh, this operation in October and that it would mm. involve Hunter Biden. Uh, and remember that the FBI was paying Twitter uh, $3.4 million they gave them to help censor Americans and particularly our story three weeks before the election. Congressman Ted Lieu tweeted this. Uh, he said, I read this breathless Twitter file supplemental from Matt Taibbi, so you don't have to. And here's the summary. I, I mean, you listen to this. The FBI was paying Twitter $3.4 million to help censor Americans. So they're pushing out propaganda. They're censoring Americans, and they're doing all of this with your tax dollars. Now, you put that in comparison to what we were being told in public, and Twitter said to Congress under oath, oh, we would never allow governments to have accounts that we knew about, and we're going to police it that was putting out propaganda. So what did the email say to Twitter, asking to whitelist some of these fake accounts from the Pentagon? And you're paying for people to run these fake accounts. Quote, we've got some accounts that are not indexing on hashtags. Perhaps they were flagged as bots, wrote CENTCOM. A few of these had built a real following and we hope to salvage. Clark added that he was happy to provide more paperwork from his office or SOCOM, the acronym for the U.S. Special Operations Command. This is an email going to Twitter, top level. Twitter at the time had built an expanded abuse detection system aimed in part towards flagging malicious activity related to the Islamic State and other terrorist organizations operating in the Middle East. As an indirect consequence of these efforts, one former Twitter employee explained to The Intercept accounts controlled by the military that were frequently engaged with extremist groups were being automatically flagged as spam. The former employee who was involved with the whitelisting of CENTCOM accounts spoke with The Intercept and said, yeah, this was happening. In an email, Clark sent a spreadsheet, in fact, with 52 fake accounts the U.S. government was using. He asked for priority service for six of those accounts, including an account used to broadcast announcements about U.S. drone strikes in Yemen. Around the same time, they said it was important that these accounts stay up. Now, guess what's happened? They've been deleted. They emphasized that a U.S. drone strike, one of these channels, for example, or one of these accounts, were accurate and killed terrorists, not civilians, and promoted the U.S. and Saudi-backed assault on the rebels in the country. Other accounts on the list were focused on promoting U.S.-supported militias in Syria and anti-Iran messages in Iraq. One account discussed legal issues in Kuwait, though many accounts remained focused on one topic area. Others moved from topic to topic of propaganda. For instance, another account one of the CENTCOM's top accounts shifted from messaging around drone strikes in Yemen in 17 to the Syrian government's focused communications this year. On the same day that CENTCOM sent its request, members of Twitter's site integrity team went into an internal company system used for managing the reach of various users and applied a special exemption tag to the accounts. The internal logs now show. One engineer who asked not to be named because he was not authorized to speak to the media said, 
that he had never seen this type of tag before. But upon close inspection, said that the effect of the whitelist tag essentially gave the accounts the privileges of Twitter verification without a visible blue check mark, a blue check mark, excuse me. Twitter verification would have bestowed a number of advantages, such as involuntarily to, excuse me, an invulnerability to algorithm bots that flag accounts for spam or abuse, as well as other strikes that lead to decreased visibility, visibility or suspension. Now, these Twitter accounts, all of them that were whitelisted by Twitter, were done so at the behest of the U.S. government for propaganda reasons. There were also Arabic language accounts tweeting on relevant security issues. They said, yeah, we'll whitelist those as well. And they wanted to know the where some accounts that they didn't own were actually tweeting from. The Internet Archive also found that there was a lot of history on these accounts. Several accounts initially listed themselves as U.S. government accounts in their bios, but after being whitelisted, shed any disclosure that they were affiliated with the military imposed as ordinary users. This appears to align with a major report published in August by online security researchers affiliated with the Stanford Internet Observatory. They reported on thousands of accounts that they suspected to be part of a state-backed information operation, many of which used human faces, deep fakes generated by artificial intelligence, a practice also known as, well, again, deep fakes. That's what your tax dollars were going towards. The researchers connected these accounts with a vast online ecosystem that included fake news websites, meme accounts on Telegram and Facebook, and online personalities that echoed Pentagon messages, often without disclosure of affiliation with the U.S. military. Some of the accounts accused Iran of threatening Iraq's water security and flooding the country with crystal meth, while others promoted allegations that Iran was harvesting the organs of Afghan refugees. Stanford report did not definitively tie the sham accounts to CENTCOM or provide a complete list of Twitter accounts. But the emails obtained by The Intercept show that the creation of at least one of these accounts was directly affiliated with the Pentagon. Quote, it's deeply concerning if the Pentagon is working to shape public opinion about our military's role abroad, even worse in private companies, even worse if private companies are helping to conceal it. That's exactly what Twitter was doing. And this is where your tax dollars were going. How much is the media talking about this? Zero minutes on ABC News. Zero minutes on CBS News. Zero minutes on NBC, ABC, and CBS combined. They're not talking about any of this. You would think that the White House press corps would be going nuts wanting to ask questions. They're not. Why? Because they just don't care. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. Without them, this show wouldn't be possible. And if you have not looked at gold and silver as a way to protect your hard-earned dollars against what's happening on Wall Street with inflation, it's time for you to call them and get the free investor's guide. Why? Because so many around the world are now using gold and silver, and historically they have for decades as a protection, a hedge against inflation, which is exactly what we're dealing with right now. If you're terrified to look at your retirement account, your 401k statement because of 
what's happening on Wall Street, that's all the more reason why you should call and get the investor's guide in gold and silver. Protect your hard-earned money and diversify. Call them and get the free investor's guide from Legacy Precious Metals. 1-866-751-2218. 1-866-751-2218 or online at Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Now, if the White House press corps isn't going to do their job asking questions about how corrupt our government is, then the other question I have to ask is, when are Republicans going to stand up? House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy actually stated finally on TV that the FBI should be, shouldn't be blindly funded given the behavior revealed in the Twitter files and the agency's budget shouldn't increase until after the agency is reformed. McCarthy said, think about everything we're learning now that the FBI spent at Twitter, at Facebook, at Google. Why would we increase any funding there until we can have our church-style hearings to look at the FBI, to reform the FBI? We're getting more information every day. Why would we blindly fund them when we're looking, to over, when we're looking overall through the year? Why, would we have, why wouldn't we have a checks and balance here? Why couldn't we bring them in? Why couldn't we look at the intel? The committee that signed that letter and have some subpoenas going forward where we have more information for the American taxpayer to know that their money isn't being spent on things like Twitter, right? Accountability is good. It should be good. I think we can all agree it's important that we have accountability. So let's go back to the mainstream media. They covering this? No. ABC, NBC, CBS? None of them. Is it a big story that they were using deep fake photos to obscure Uh, And to manipulate your mind on different things, I got to go back to Ukraine on this one. It is clear that the government is trying to influence you on Ukraine, trying to tell you that we need to be sending the money to Ukraine, not asking any real questions about what's actually going on in Ukraine. GOP Representative James Comer, he says he wants to cut off FBI funding over the Twitter files, knowing just how shady our government is. The FBI was never granted the authority to create any type of disinformation task force that uh, policed the social media sites. Now, this we know with Twitter. We've heard similar stories from Zuckerberg. Who knows what went on at YouTube and Google? This is an agency that's out of control. And the most frustrating thing for me right now, Maria, is the fact that in this omnibus bill, there's increased funding for the FBI plus a one and one point seven five billion dollar headquarters facility for the FBI. 
why wouldn't we cut everything off? I agree with him. If this is how you're spending the dollars, if this is how the tax money is being spent, you should halt everything. Um, Kamala Harris did come out saying something that's very weird. Vice President on Elon Musk and Twitter, this is what she said yesterday. So what I would say about any social media site is this. I would I fully expect and would require that leaders in that sector cooperate and work with us who are concerned about national security, concerned about upholding and protecting our democracy to do everything in their power to ensure that there is not a manipulation um, that is allowed um, or overlooked that is, is done with the intention of upending the security of our democracy and our nation. Those are the things that concern me most of all. Those are the things that concern me most of all. That's your official response from Kamala Harris now. Right? Big tech leaders should help us secure democracy in our nation. She's saying, I got your back. You guys keep censoring and silencing conservatives. You keep shutting down conservatives. You keep doing all of this. But these Twitter files, part eight, shows that there was a psychological operation coordinated between Twitter and the Pentagon and CENCOM, and you paid for this. Documents detail military influence operations. Brett Baer on Fox said it this way. We're getting a new batch of internal documents from Twitter tonight. This is the eighth such release of the so-called Twitter files. It's the second in as many days, showing the inner workings of the social media giant and the interactions with the U.S. government. Correspondent Griff Jenkins tells us what is in today's edition. Good evening, Griff. Good evening, Brad. Tonight's drop is an inside look at the relationship between Twitter and the Pentagon. Investigative journalist Lee Fang suggests the social media platform, quote, quietly aided the Pentagon's covert online PSYOP campaign. In a series of 21 posts, Fang details how deep the coordination went between the two entities. Fang highlighting Twitter's pledge and congressional testimony promising to shut down all state-backed covert operations, then reveals. But behind the scenes, Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's online psychological influence ops. Despite knowledge that Pentagon propaganda accounts used covert identities, Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some remain active. The documentation dates back to 2017, Brett, when CINCOM sent Twitter a list of 52 Arab-language accounts used to amplify messages about U.S. military priorities in the Middle East. Noting the same day CINCOM sent the letter, Twitter officials used a tool to grant a special whitelist tag that essentially provides verification status to the accounts without the blue check, meaning they're exempt from spam, abuse flags, more visible, likely to trend on hashtags. Fang also says some Twitter officials felt deceived 
but added this part saying still many emails from throughout 2020 show that high-level Twitter executives were well aware of DOD's vast network of fake accounts and covert propaganda and did not suspend the accounts. It was a network that pushed narratives against Iran, Russia, China, and other foreign countries, ultimately tweeting as recently as May of this year, according to Lee Fang. And tonight, Brett, we reached out to the Pentagon for comment. They referred us directly to CENTCOM. We have not yet heard back. Brett? So if you just take a big step back and you look at this, not only was our government working with all of these social media companies to shut down and silence any account they didn't like, big or small, they were shadow banning people they didn't like, but they were also then using your tax dollars to push out propaganda from deep fake accounts of human beings that didn't exist under the disguise of them being like authentic people. That's what they did the entire time. And everybody knows it. It's out there now. ABC, NBC, and CBS refusing to talk about any of this. ABC, NBC, and CBS refusing to tell you what was going on. ABC, NBC, and CBS saying, no, we're not going to mention it because why would we do such a thing? Be too damaging. And they are doing this on a who knows what other issues. I'm sure that the Pentagon is doing this right now in Ukraine. I I have no doubt they're doing this with Ukraine. They want you to support the war in Ukraine against Russia. They want you to hate Russia. They want you to believe that Russia uh, must be fought and all this money needs to go to this war. And they're going to spend this money and they're going to buy ammo and they're going to buy weapons and you're going to pay for it. And a lot of it's going to be embezzled in the corrupt country of Ukraine. And Zelensky is one of those. And they're going to bring Zelensky into the White House and they're going to push this propaganda and they're going to want to and they're going to put out the propaganda so that you will, you know, basically feel sorry for them in Ukraine and say, yes, we must send more money, that you'll support the war in Ukraine. And how much of this information is actually propaganda from our government? What I do know now about our deep state, what I do know about CENCOM, what I do know about the, the CIA is that they are involved in corruption at levels you couldn't even imagine to influence your opinion on different things. That's what I know. Please share this podcast with your family and friends. Please make sure you write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast so that it will help us reach more people, and we will see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, 
Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts.